0: Machine Nine Thousand, a podcast where we conceptualize movies based on the forty-eight hour concept. Our movies comprise of four things: a genre, a prop, a line of dialogue, and a location. It's kind of like the macaroni art that you made when you were a student. It's a little bit of rigatoni, it's a little bit of bow tie pasta, it's a little bit of everything, but strangely the same at the same time. Uh, my name is Joshua Lytle. I'm a filmmaker, storyteller, and podcaster. I am Chris Wegman.
1: I am also a filmmaker and podcaster. Hi, my name is Justin Teal. I make websites during the web day, and I dungeon master at
0: night. And we actually have a special guest today.
2: Hi, I'm Kim Zavesky. I'm an artist and illustrator, and I've published a children's book. And I've done a lot of fantasy illustration and other things.
3: What's the name of your children's book?
2: Birds at the Beach. <laughs> <Right>.
3: <laughs> What's so? Because it's a storytelling
0: podcast. What is the synopsis mm-hmm. of Birds at the Beach?
2: Well, it's all about what different birds do at the beach. So. I sort of focused on Florida birds, and then I went and took different birds. So, like, I have, like, a heron who hangs 10, so he's surfing. And then I have sandpipers building sandcastles. And uh, so it's just sort of an uh, exploration of what oh. these birds are doing at the beach.
3: Very cool. <laughs> sounds kind of like uh, they might fit into a Blending In movie. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> All the way back from yeah. episode two. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah,
0: so so you would say it's a, a sort of a social
3: commentary on <laughs> <laughs> how people present themselves at the beach.
2: <laughs> Somewhat, they do wear clothes, which is a lot mm. of fun.
0: Um, cool. Well, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, without further ado, let's fire up this
3: story machine. Yeah. Maybe Kim is the guest. She could uh, she could start the machine. Um, <laughs> we got rid of the got rid of the retina two uh, oh. tooth authentication. System yeah. because couldn't keep hurting. Just yeah, OSHA said no,
0: and we replaced <laughs> it with uh, um, a uh, Simon Says board. So Kim, if you oh. just want to punch in the same sequence.
2: Yep, yep, we can do that. Okay. okay, okay, red, green, blue. All right, red, green, blue. Cool.
3: All right. Oh, no. whoa, well, that was really easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we should do that it. a little okay. harder <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome. Okay, well it looks like um it looks like the elements are printing right now. Okay. And our genre is slasher. And let's see here. Prop is horseshoe. The line is keep a stiff upper lip. And the location is a catacomb.
3: Whoa. Alright. Nice. It's like perfect. Good deal. You know, actually I do kinda of wanna know what is, what does the term keep a stiff upper lip actually mean?
0: I mean I I think it's kinda of like keep your chin up.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: yeah. don't let them grind you down. I always um, thought it meant
2: like don't cry. Yeah, it's like don't, okay. don't be like a crybaby yeah, I'm
1: actually just gonna look
2: it up. Maybe uh, not. What that does a stiff upper lip
1: mean? The origin. So Okay, so one who has a stiff upper lip displays fortitude in the face of adversity or exercises great self-restraint in the expression of emotion and has traditionally been used to describe an attitude of British people meaning mm-hmm. resolute and unemotional in the face of adversity it's so kind of like that.
3: Keep calm, mm-hmm.
2: carry on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. <laughs> Maybe. What kind of slasher films do people like? <laughs> yeah. So in the past,
0: that's kind of been a, a good way to start.
3: Talk about the genre.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. slasher flick for me, personally, sort of conjures up something like Scream, where there's there's a very specific killer, or um, you know, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, or mm-hmm. Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street. That to me is always sort of a yeah slasher flick.
3: I was just listening to uh, Pop Culture Happy Hour and they were talking about the new Alien movie, and and they were talking about how like a franchise like Alien, which could kind of be a it's like a sci-fi slasher in a way. Uh, they they kind of have to keep coming up with new ways to kill people <laughs> to keep it interesting, and I think that's sort of true of all slasher franchises. They they have to make it gorier or a little more surprising every time. Yeah. Uh, so, so the the spectacle of people being murdered is kind of a part of slasher films.
0: Yeah, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's something to keep in mind. Just all the different ways in which people die, like
3: with a horseshoe. Like with
2: <laughs> a horseshoe. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, and that's the other thing is normally a slasher kind of has an iconic weapon, mm. right? Whether it's uh, you know Jason's machete or uh, mm-hmm. uh, Freddy Krueger's uh, you know claws. claws.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Justin Kim any. As
1: I say, I, um, personally, I don't really like to watch um, slasher films, so it's a little bit harder to um, think of my favorite moments or things I like to watch in those. Um, What's you don't like about them? <laughs> more of just gore. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't really go. But, like, I mean, the same way I know, yeah, when I think of slasher, I think, like, Jason or, um, yeah, like, Freddy Krueger or something like that. So, like, they definitely have that person that's the main bad guy throughout all of it is, like, it's the driving force behind it. Yeah.
0: And in a lot of ways, the the antagonist is more of the principal character than the in this case, they're normally teens. Right. Because they're, they're yeah. all super forgettable.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just going to say there's I, I the ones I did watch. I remember seeing at least I know what you did last summer where it's kind of the opposite, though, because like you you kind of more root for the protagonist in that one mm-hmm. in a way than like.
3: Well, I don't know if we're saying that you, you no, root sorry, not, for the antagonist. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're more memorable than yeah. Yeah. The, the antagonists. Are more yeah. memorable like they're yeah. more of a character.
2: I think I usually root for the like antagonists because <laughs> usually the the like idiot kids are just doing so yeah. much And I'm like yeah get them
3: <laughs> out there at the lake having sex
2: <laughs> yeah at like doing midnight. Drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm like in yeah in the
3: pond. Okay, so um
0: yeah I don't know. Let's talk about the setting. It's sort of starting to take some sort of shape. We kind of have a basic understanding of you know the different elements of a slasher flick mm-hmm. and stuff like that let's talk
1: about catacombs i was so i only just had a thought because um so catacombs are usually done over like you, you think of it over in europe and i don't know if they're under britain but mm-hmm. it kind of goes along with the whole research we just did with the, the stiff upper lip is a british idiom mm-hmm. that like maybe it just take place over in europe like, europe somewhere yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
2: Okay. i agree i think a lot of the catacombs, like the famous ones, are in France, mm-hmm. um, like underneath the cities and things, yeah. and like spelunkers. Well, I guess they're not spelunkers, but like people who enjoy going like urban cave hunt- diving, cave <laughs> urban cave hunting, or mm-hmm. something.
3: Oh, it's like in Indiana Jones when he's in Venice mm-hmm. and he goes into the the library mm-hmm. and they go into that those catacombs. So yeah, I think somewhere in Europe that that would be a very normal setting for catacombs yeah mm-hmm.
0: okay so definitely someplace in europe tbd where that is specifically mm-hmm. um do we want to stick with the tried and true group of teenagers because my my mind immediately jumps toward sort of some sort of um study abroad program mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. uh maybe maybe even a family vacation
1: I, well <laughs> i did like um what kim was talking about with like the the group of the the city splunkers like maybe that's what it is and like they go down and either maybe maybe there's just like some hobo or someone down there but like mm-hmm. there's someone or something like i don't know if slash always has to be like a mortal man or does it
3: i think they're usually supernatural and so oh, that's way. true wow. I mean,
1: freddie cougar is
3: yeah i
0: mean i hmm. yes and no mm-hmm. i mean I, I i guess in that case it probably doesn't really matter because i mm-hmm. think you know in the case of scream definitely mm-hmm. normal human yeah. person yeah but yeah, in the case of, well, I mean, in a lot of ways, Michael Myers from Halloween, mm-hmm. he's he's human. But I'm, but then I think I think as the seri- as the as the franchise goes on, they start to take more and more liberties with it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, well, they have to bring I, him back, right? Right. <laughs> right. I, yeah. I kind of
3: like what what Kim was talking about about rooting for the the antagonist, and I don't maybe maybe it's too niche to do, but like a story that focuses around the actual like it follows the actual killer instead of the. I don't know it's it'd like, be different uh, wouldn't follow as many of the the normal tropes
2: do like like Phantom of the Opera type guy who lives in mm. the basement of the catacombs mm-hmm. and people keep coming into his home the, the basement <laughs> of the <a> catacombs yeah. <laughs> catacombs has a basement <laughs> the top floor is like yeah. where yeah. his mom lives and then ah! <laughs> well,
1: yeah and that's where I was like going like do they disrupt a mummy like I don't want to I don't want to be a quote unquote mummy but like mm-hmm. is there something that they disrupt crew should be in this movie <laughs> No, screw that. It's, uh, what's his face it's in the original <laughs> mummies? Um, Brian,
3: well, no, no, Brendan Fraser, Brendan Fraser, Brian Crane, <Christ. laughs> both, yeah. Um, a team up of
1: you mean there's a mummy?
0: <laughs> I'm the mummy,
1: I am the one who mummies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, so there's the group of Splunkers, there's just like the, the family vacation, which that makes me more my skin crawl. Oh. Um, oh, it could God. be
3: this like hipster, uh, hipster sort of like new family. They, they don't like to go to the normal uh, touristy places. They mm-hmm. they like to, to find their own path around cities. And they heard through the internet that there's these catacombs <laughs> that you can go spelunking in. They're like, this would be great on my Instagram feed. <laughs> so are we going to murder oh, some yeah. children? Is that? <laughs> well, They're might
2: teenagers. Teenagers. Are, they, are they the They're... ones that survive? What if you did the opposite and you did a group of elderly people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. They're having their like European retirement vacation.
1: Do they get like scammed? <laughs> so like, there's a guy up above who actually like is feeding whatever is living um, down there, and he it, like scams it, them into like paying. It's a g- uh, it's a, uh, a uh,
3: timeshare. Like they're there for free. Oh man! And the, and they have to go to this timeshare meeting, but it's actually just a way to get people like get victims to this killer. It's kind of like and home. it's underneath this like fancy new hotel. Okay. Okay, so, so yeah, we,
0: we, we do need to start establishing. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to sort of reference the sort of traditional Joseph Campbell way of mm-hmm. telling these stories. Mm-hmm. So beginning with our ordinary world, so sort of establishing what's what is the the general landscape look like in the beginning, who are our who are our sort of principal characters, and then we can start talking okay. about like their wants and their needs and stuff like that.
3: So there's a group of elderly friends that live in a retirement village. Here in the states, and one of them is not ready to die, just not ready to give up. (laughs) see the boy. (laughs) Not ready to give up on life yet, and they want to like see the world. They they convince all their the the group of friends to go on this like bucket list kind of trip because they got a free invitation to this timeshare.
1: I was thinking because I like I like the idea that it starts with like almost seeing like the, the mail be delivered and the guy pulls out this postcard. It looks elaborate and it looks like a great deal. And mm-hmm. and that's, that's what starts the guy to go and like talk to his friends and like, Hey, let's go. Um, but it's just for the timeshare where they, where they get
0: murdered. <laughs> so I thought it just crossed my mind. What if they got the wrong mail? So the, the letter is initially intended for some, uh, for, for say, for some young people, but uh, it gets, oh. it gets rerouted.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> show the letter being delivered from like the show the the travel of the letter mm-hmm.
2: yeah. to the,
3: so, so we can kind of establish that it's coming from this uh, resort that's full of like young, hot people like dancing in the pool and having a great time mm-hmm. and it, how it gets mixed up and ends up at this. I don't know.
0: That would be really fun. Cause mm-hmm. at that moment, you know, you see the letter and it's sort of traveling through these throngs of young, attractive people on mm-hmm. spring break or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the audience immediately thinks, "Oh, this is another sort of traditional slasher mm-hmm. flick." Yeah. But then the letter winds up sort of redirecting itself it, itself toward this 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 older couple <laughs> sitting underneath a, a sitting beach the- umbrella.
3: Mm. Well, yes. well, it, go, it, it it ends up at their retirement. Right. Home. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so like on the
1: porch. Or something. I was trying to think if there's a way like, is it the grand? Like, is the letter to the grandparents as like grandchildren?
3: And they just take it
1: because, like, well, this looks like too good,
3: or it was right. meant for for uh, Jonathan Obermeyer Senior or Junior, but it ended up going to
0: Senior. Something oh. like that. I, yeah, I like the idea that they're they're somehow related. So it was meant for some for either the grandkids or the the you know mm-hmm. the older son of these people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that there, it's it's sort of an honest mistake, mm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as opposed to it being sort of a oh this is wasted on the young situation. Yeah.
2: Honest killer mistake.
3: Yeah, honest mistake.
2: Mm-hmm. Unless
0: you feel like that that attitude would, uh, would make it a little e- bit easier to see these people go
3: because eventually some well, of these people <laughs> will have to die. Well, I don't know. I was kind of on the. F- I mean, I, maybe we should see where it go, where it progresses. But as we were talking about these characters being elderly, I started to think, what if it was just two, two elderly people, like a couple that go and they, they would eventually make friends or they, they, they'd interact with some of the younger people. Maybe all the younger people are the ones that get killed off. And they're like the the last, the last people saying, I don't know. I mean, that's me like shying away from like, or we just have like five elderly people and they get like killed off how does the rest of the table feel what sounds like a stronger more interesting story personally i like the
0: idea that it's it's uh it's almost like a double date situation and so there's two uh there's two couples and they're both sort of mutual friends by way of this um uh retirement home mm-hmm. and i don't know i would like you know i, I i'd like to Let's think that there's like a little bit of bizarro sort of not swinger like chemistry, <laughs> but oh but, but, yeah. but like they care for each other in like a you know very sort of genuine
1: way. I mean, they could just be good friends.
0: Yeah, good yeah. friends,
2: please.
1: And maybe they retired together. Like they've they've like lived their whole lives like neighbors back in like wherever they were from, and they're down in the Florida retiring now. Yeah. But I go to Chris's like, yeah. Is it is is the killing scene just the four of these old people
3: or is it like four old people and like eight young people because it was supposed (laughs) to be because it could be kind of funny to see like these old people make it through like make it all the way to the end and survive while all these young people get killed off
2: i mean you could sort of do i feel like i've seen that where like people get killed Mm -hmm. and then in the end they're like they were all just in this room chained up they're alive (laughs) But it always feels like a weird cop out because you're like, No, mm. I want them dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, well, I, I I get the vibe from the table that everyone's really afraid to kill off old people. I know. I'm not afraid. Well, <laughs> you know
2: what?
3: You know what? Let's let's backtrack and let's say what happened the the story will unfold the way it unfolds.
0: You okay. know, for the record, the lesser of two evils, it's probably older people dying as opposed to teenagers <laughs> <That's>
2: dying. <true. laughs> All right. Well just make like <laughs> If you have a bunch of old people, just make like half of them like real assholes. So, so, so we spend a
0: great deal of time kind of setting up why mm-hmm. these, why we don't really care so much. about.
3: <laughs> well, 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 yeah. where I want to go back to is the letter has arrived to one person in specific. So they're the main character, like mm-hmm. them and their wife. It was, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like senior. It was addressed to the wrong person. And
0: their names are?
3: Like Ethel and...
2: Marietta.
3: Marietta.
0: Mar- marietta and <laughs> charlie sure yeah. Yeah. um
2: charlie? thomas i'm trying to think of older names
3: curly curly yeah he should have a nickname i like curly yeah mm-hmm. his name's charles but they call him curly sure oh. yeah
2: yeah
3: and so curly gets the letter and it, it's sort of serendipitous that it came to him because he just doesn't want to give up. He's the one out of this whole group who he may be in an old body, but he's like young at heart and is really angry that he's in this retirement home. Mm-hmm. And this letter seems like a invitation to adventure, mm-hmm. and it's his job to convince the rest of the gang to join him on this all-expense-paid trip to...
2: Paris. I keep thinking of Sean Connery for some reason. I think it's because of Indiana Jones and like that sort of like adventurous dad.
3: I I was gonna name like the resort, but it could be it could be outside of Paris. It could be in France. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I
1: mean, so the the, uh, is the highlight of I keep I guess when I was thinking of the postcard, like is the highlight of it to explore this catacomb. Well,
3: Well, I was thinking we don't know that it's actually underneath. It's underneath this like new construction. Like they built it. This new awesome resort, and it just had like underneath it to hide the fact that these catacombs are underneath it.
0: You moved the tombstones, mm-hmm. but you didn't move the body.
3: <laughs> so they only discover it when they get like dragged down there, or they, I don't know. Something, <laughs> um, we're, imagine, we're getting ahead, we're getting ahead there. Yeah.
2: I imagine it's sort of like an excursion type thing that they convince oh, yeah. them. Like, yeah, be one of the
3: maybe, maybe you're okay, maybe you're right, Justin. Yeah. That's one of the the highlights, you know, there's tours, uh, you know, there's like the parties, and there's the the DJ, and there's the pool, and there's these like cave diving excursions in these catacombs. Yeah, I mean,
0: I, I, <laughs> I mean, essentially the this, the sort of um, the the sort of hook of the of the the invite or the postcard or whatever is, you know, you don't want to do touristy stuff while you're here, right? Mm-hmm. You want to explore the real. Paris or something like that, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. Curly says to Marietta something like, "You oh, know, I've always wanted to do different things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I've always wanted to do this." Or mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, and she says, "Well, we've been to
1: Paris. Says, Not like this. We haven't <laughs>
2: get out of this yeah. home."
1: It's just uh, it, the title is just get down in the catacombs.
2: Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I don't want elderly people getting down in, in well, any place, but
3: they might have to. Just like a classic slasher film, the people mm-hmm. who get killed off are usually the ones that are, you know, have an unprotected sex or something like that. <laughs> God. And we were already talking about these these older people being swingers. <laughs>
1: so is the people that get murdered in this one like just the old people who are assholes? So is that their way of ha- like is that their sex? Is them being like doing asshole things and complaining? And I think so.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. nobody wants to have old people having sex in this film no
1: no I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind that I'm just picturing someone like <laughs> you know what they should do is clean up that, and then someone comes up and stabs them from behind yeah. or like just
3: <laughs> there's blood all
2: over this
1: floor yeah, I mean, yeah. just non-stop <laughs> nagging you know yeah.
2: <laughs> maybe it's a tour guide that's a slasher like because they're mm-hmm. just like at horrible to the tour guide
3: uh, I'm sure that there's a conspiracy going on here yeah mm-hmm.
0: so just to back up just a little bit so Curly and Marietta get this card that bas- it's basically an invite to sort of an all expenses paid trip to Paris. And with the specific promise that you're going to see the real Paris, it's not going to be touristy. And one of those things includes uh, sort of uh, a trip down into the catacombs beneath the street of Paris.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And they're allowed up to, how many guests, how many, how many characters do we want to introduce here?
1: Um, side note, are we doing, is the group that's going the only like group or are there like other people there already? There'd be
0: other people oh, okay. there. okay. Okay. So, well, yeah, but I then, so. but then they, those, the people who are already there, would they be the younger people? Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. So there'd understood. be other, there'd be like other young people, there'd be young people from all over the world that are sort of gathering here. Got it. And they'd be the only old people. So
0: they'd be the odd people out. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: So, but we said we have two, we have two couples. So we should by okay. name the two couples,
0: So and so, second pair. So Curly and Marietta invite their two close friends.
2: Ricky. <laughs> Ricky, Tiki, Tabby.
0: Ricky and? Doris. Dar- darling, Doris. Doris.
3: Doris.
2: Doris! Doris. Doris. Yeah. Doris. I keep, I keep thinking of, like, my own grandmother's names, so and I'm like, I don't want them yeah. to
3: <laughs> Make sure no one's grandparents' names yeah. are in this
0: list. And I just picture Ricky and Doris just being really shitty to each other all, all the time. Doris, they're just, they're just miserable people.
1: <laughs> Ricky, <Yeah. laughs> or are they like com- so compatible? Like, you just complain about everything around them because that's almost yeah. worse than like. Yeah. So like, if they're they're fine with each other, but like they just like well, talk that, and whisper and just they could like, be that they could be that couple
3: that sounds like they're mad, but they actually. I mean, they they get together, they get along so well because they're just. Angry at everything.
0: Mm-hmm. It's just like I picture them just being those people who are just impossible to please. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. yeah. Just,
3: how do you like your pudding, Mister? Uh, yeah. How do could you like be your more pudding day, Ricky.
0: Could be more pudding like.
3: Yeah. There, there could be more tapioca in this pudding. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So, what? How does that conversation go down? So, so Curly is clearly sort of driving this this initiative. You know, he sort of he talks Marietta in, into it. It's all expenses paid. You know, they need to get out of the the retirement home anyhow. And they, you know, there's a plus two. And maybe Curly really isn't a huge fan of Ricky and Doris, but he knows that Marietta plays Mahjong with them on Wednesdays. And so he suggests that she invite them just as an incentive for her to go. If we go, you can invite Ricky and Doris.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, yeah the the alternative or something sort of similar to it. I was gonna say is maybe uh, Marietta suggests they invite that Ricky and Doris as sort of like a help. Like she's like, but we should help them out because they're so unhappy. Like maybe we
2: like this would be good for them. Yeah, maybe
3: this. Yeah, either way, it's Mm
2: -hmm.
3: it's kind of funny because they're the ones that get killed (laughs) off. Like this could be good for them. What do you guys think?
1: My main thing is, I I think, because I don't I think I don't think you need to convince them to go. I think I just picture them as soon as they hear free trip, all expenses paid, like they mm. jump at it, yeah. and then the entire time they're just complaining like about every free thing they oh, okay. get. I like so, that idea. So they're up in first class. Yeah, and <laughs> so, they're just like, I only got two olives on my salad. Can you believe this?
3: And like, just <laughs> so Ricky and Doris overhear them and kind of in, invite themselves, and and Marietta's too kind to like say no. That was like if
1: they, okay. they were talking about inviting another couple, but this couple heard it for, like heard them talking about it first, and they invited themselves, and then they end up getting murdered.
3: I like... <laughs> 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 <Save> justice. Excellent. <laughs> this, this only comes through in the actual dialogue of the story. Curly and Marietta should be talking about this couple they love and how they really want to invite them because they have so much fun together, and then they end up having to invite Ricky and Doris, and, and they, but because they're too polite to say no, but they're always saying, like, man, I wish we would have brought our friends because we love them. This would be a great time. And the irony in the end is that if they would have brought their friends, they would have been killed. And,
1: uh, I like that. They, they, yeah, they were talking about their other couple. And then what was it? Ricky and Doris. Like, it was time for them. They always come over at five o'clock or something. To play and Ricky movies. just, like, picks up the mail. and like, oh, I see you can invite a couple. <laughs> like, we'll be going. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like that.
2: We're, That'd be good. We're doing mm-hmm. that. All uh-huh. right.
0: We still need to work that prop in there someplace. Is there like a significant way that we can work the prop in beyond it just being the weapon of choice?
2: Oh.
1: In the beginning, I thought it could be something that gives um, Richard now a, a, a probably like, Maybe that's his favorite item, and he had problems bringing it through
3: like custom or like travel, but. Maybe they weren't going to get together to play Mahjong, but they were playing horseshoes out in the yard. Oh, that's interesting. So that, they
0: play horseshoes, and they, they bring them with them.
3: Or maybe, yeah, I think. <laughs> The One guy has a lucky Maybe horseshoe. he has a lucky that he still plays yeah. with, so. mm-hmm. though. Yeah, and he, I just, just, he did have trouble getting yeah. through. That would be something else he complains about. I just wanted it to be the way that he gets murdered.
2: <laughs> There's, like, a bone sticking out of the ground, and he's, like, trying to horseshoe around
0: <laughs> it. So, specifically,
1: Richard brings the horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. And again, I like to think that when he's, like, flying, like, of course, he can't bring a horseshoe on, but he, like, gives them all this guff and, 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 and stuff like that and somehow gets it on because he's like a grumpy old man and they just say whatever. And- yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Okay, so we so we have more than enough uh, evidence uh, to to not entirely dig these people mm-hmm. a whole lot.
3: Yeah. Okay, so... It's funny because at this point in the story there's no clue other than, I guess, if you'd seen the trailer or know the t- there's There's no clue that this is going anywhere bad. This just sounds mm-hmm. like, you know... An old couple trying to rekindle their life.
0: No, and it's perfect, too, because, mm-hmm. I mean, this really represents our sort of ordinary world state, right? So there's a call to action in a very sort of mm-hmm. literal way. There's a mm-hmm. sort of postcard. There's an invitation. There's a little bit of a refusal, sort of a, you know, there, there's there's obviously some uh, uh, convincing that needs to happen before everyone uh, starts this journey. Uh, we're not going to really meet a mentor, I don't think. <laughs> really, um, <laughs> Um. I think these guys are just thrown into uh, mm-hmm. the the special world um, mm-hmm. kind of uh, mm-hmm. all by themselves.
3: Yeah. And I like the idea that they're, that, you know, maybe the next scene is them flying on the plane mm-hmm. and we see them complaining about first class. Uh, uh, we see mm-hmm. Ricky and Doris complaining about first class and, and uh, the other two sort of apprehensive about this trip, but, mm-hmm. uh, Curly is reassuring his wife that it'll be good for um because, you know, they're not, they're not dead yet. He keeps saying we're not dead. We're not dead yet. <laughs> so
1: that's what Curly says or? That's what yeah. Curly says. Because okay. he's
3: the, op- he's like the adventurer of the group. And so he keeps telling his mm-hmm. wife that like, like, this is why we're doing this stuff because we're not dead. We're
0: um, married, not buried. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if, so the line that we had to put in here was
0: keep a stiff upper oh yeah that's nice keep a stiff upper lip mm-hmm. so the whole time that's something that maybe curly sort of says as a mm-hmm. a way of keep as a way of keeping people moving forward right mm-hmm. so every every sort of step of the way and so, when something bad happens that's his, his sort of go-to
3: he's like mm-hmm. in, he's like our adventurer in like an Indiana Jones movie that always has or, or like in like a cartoon that always has a catchphrase kind of that is <laughs> I was thinking like, does he
1: use it? Like it's it's not always proper the way he uses it. Yeah, like it, it, it's just his yeah It's just his catchphrase it's that he says just to like one things go bad He says it no matter if it makes sense or not mm-hmm. But
3: yeah, he doesn't um, quite mean yeah. it in the sense that like you should be impassive. He just means like you should Be happy with what life gives you
2: <laughs> So are these people British or American?
3: I, I we I think we had thought they were American but yeah. I I don't see any reason why not to I mean it could could help with a little bit of backstory like they're coming from the UK. I mean a lot of people mm-hmm. in the UK travel. Yeah, but they Europe. don't retire. Huh? No, 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 no. Oh. Like we were, that would mean we sort of shifted all the okay. beginning to some like a retirement home in oh, the UK. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't see I mean any that's wrong with
2: that.
0: That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't yeah. I wasn't married to Florida mm-hmm. or whatever. Do, do, I guess all these
3: names still kind of from sure. The UK too, why it could be anywhere. I just yeah. keep thinking of
2: mm-hmm. faulty towers and Monty Python mm-hmm. um, type esque character people.
0: <laughs> okay, so so they're 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 British. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's take a break real quick before we get into the sort of unordinary or the the sort of um, the special world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll be right back.
3: So uh, you care about certain things in your life, right, guys? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's your car. Or both. <laughs> well, maybe it's your car, or your clothes, maybe your career. What about the other C words in your life? Me. Mm-hmm. We care about you, Chris, but uh, but what about coffee? I don't drink coffee. Well, maybe you should, actually, because
1: if you cared, you wouldn't pay for it. crazy prices for mass produced coffee, or you could actually give a damn, Chris,
3: and grind and brew some Abercadaver coffee. That's right. Abercadaver single origin coffee is grown by farmers who give a damn and roasted in the mountains of southern Vermont by people who give a damn. So give a damn, damn it, Chris. Get yourself some today by visiting AbercadaverCoffee.com. Yes, friends, that's AbercadaberCoffee.com. And tell them the story Machine 9007.
0: And welcome back, everyone. So, um, let's uh let's name this place that they're going to before we get too ahead of ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. And I,
3: I kind of feel like the name of it might be the first hint that there's something weird about the place.
2: Well, if it's in
0: Shea. Yeah, if Chez. it's
2: in Paris and hey. like Chateau or it's
0: Chez <laughs> maybe it's not like the outskirts oh, of Paris. Yeah.
2: So uh,
1: a more pleasant version of catacombs is uh, like a mausoleum. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's usually above ground, but it's, mm. I mean, it's a synonym for. Mm. But I was trying to think of like, is the word the like, catacombs in it? But I mean, I guess they know they're going right because that's maybe, half the adventures. Okay, yeah. so, so maybe it does
3: it the um, the resort is was built inside of an old, uh, um, like, estate, like an old mm-hmm. villa that has its own catacombs. And that was, so So there's a bit of history to it. They've just turned yeah. it into, like, a club and a resort. And you know, that seems kind of hip right now. So is
1: it a new resort, and or is it more of, like, a bed, bed and breakfast? I
3: it's- like the idea of this resort just to because we were talking about how like all the young people are in bathing suits and dancing mm-hmm. and, and it just sort of really juxtaposes the, what they, where they would nor- the, the mm-hmm. older people would normally go. Um,
2: it's like a party hotel. Yeah. It's like a party. Yeah. So they, they
3: yeah. the, the people who designed this place, they took this old villa, large yeah. villa, big lawns. And it also has these catacombs underneath it. Mm-hmm. And they turned it into like a hip place. I like mm. that. It's
0: Shay. Shay party. Shay, Shay party. House of House of Party. House of Party. <laughs> <laughs> Shay Disco. Um,
2: oh my God. Um, I just keep thinking like Shay to death or, or something. Or, or, or like, I'm trying not to
0: put the word like death or bones. Yeah, that's true. We didn't. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, kind of, I kind of like where you're, where you're going, Chris. It's sort of a just this, just in an effort to make it to to really put our characters out of place. It's this. Just this brand new idea. It's sort of like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a like Airbnb on steroids, Mm -hmm. right? It's, and that that's why all these millennials are here. It's because oh my gosh, check it out! Mm -hmm. How cool is this? It's a church that's been converted into a Mm -hmm. into a sort of hostel like
3: situation. Yeah, turned into yeah. Mm -hmm. And
2: And the people at the desks are like dressed like priests, but like sexy priests.
1: Maybe to. I don't know if it help me at least like, so who is the, who is the murderer slash slasher? Yeah.
3: We haven't, we haven't talked about that yet because is it, I mean, it could, we could jump. We could, I mean, yeah. Cause we don't need to surprise our audience with that. We could jump ahead to help tell the story better. Yeah. We just need a, we just needed a name for the place. Yeah. That was, the, I was <laughs> <trying> <laughs> so sort of, the, for oh. me, that
0: was sort of the barrier to entry.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess for me, I was trying to think of like, what is it and who's doing it? Cause, cause I, I like the idea of it when you when you realize what's happening like oh like that's why it's named this way and so like is it mummies is it just a dude in the catacombs killing people is it a vampire situation is it a demon that they're feeding
3: i would say i imagine that they they are feeding something yeah like they're bring yeah. like there's humans who work at the place who are bringing people to lure them into the catacombs to feed them to this killer
0: okay I, i'm going to make a really really sort of Fine distinction. Yeah. So when when something feeds, I think of monster movie, not slasher movie. Mm. When something kills indiscriminately, I think of
1: slasher. Oh, I was gonna say like, I mean, is it is it feeding on the blood of the young or because like, that that then seems less monstrous and more somewhat demonic slash slasher maybe, but okay. Um, but I just wonder like, are the people throwing it just wanting to murder people? It could be, it could be like a cultist mm-hmm. situation, but it, and so it's less feeding and just yeah, maybe they're they're sacrificing, sacrificing. or just really mm. get off on murdering people. And maybe
2: it's an old people cult and they're inviting young people
3: <laughs> to keep them young. Oh, that's interesting. To keep
2: them young or because yeah. well, they just hate.
3: <laughs> I like the idea. Hater, Are hater's gonna hate. Keeps them alive. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's like this cult. It's like. The like another kind of retirement home, but for these these cultists, and they oh. they bring these young people in and kill them to stay alive.
2: Mm-hmm. And we
3: so happen to these old people accidentally show up because
1: I like the idea of Richard and Doris being murdered, but then Curly and the, the other one get invited Marietta. get invited to join.
3: Do you think Richard and Doris would be enticed because they're ornery and they want stuff? They feel entitled to stuff. Do you think they'd be they'd want to join this? they'd be the ones that try to join it oh
0: yeah and then,
2: and then it's couple against couple
0: that would be
3: interesting
2: yeah and then um i mean it,
3: yeah and i could see how they the 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 retirement home will want to to attract curly because he's the one with this like thirst for life so they might I mean, like if, if if i was like a mind reader and i knew that you were the one who wants to like live and go on adventures like I would use that against you cuz like join us cool. yeah. yeah and that, this, that's
0: cool cuz that could be a that's sort of um mm-hmm. leverage leveraging his his weakness because i in a lot of ways that could be described as his weakness too this sort of you know sort of lust for life right mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know they're they're trying to sell him on this this idea because he can essentially mm-hmm. live forever yeah yeah
3: but that's only after they've gone through the gone into the catacomb some young people have died and they find the truth out. Yeah. Some other terms for monastery, some synonyms came up as abbey or cloister, and those are kind of like terms I hear in like bars named, at, like something abbey or some, something yeah. cloister. So yeah. Yeah. The the. Well. Party.
1: Cloister, are are, are we going? Are we going with old people sucking the life out of the young people? Is that the? I think because then you then th- this is why I kind of want to go it that way, because then you can start using the words like, you know, everlasting mm. or forever, mm. like start mm. to bring in the words forever,
2: like, Abby. Yeah. Or, or even like. Um, I don't want
1: to put suck. Party but, forever. Um, forever. Oh, man.
3: that's what it that's Weird. like
1: in the, the ad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like leech, the, the leeching abbey forever. or cause I like the word leeching, because that's essentially what they're doing mm-hmm. um, um, or
0: where was the fountain of youth originally supposed to be? I think it was in South America. Yeah, right, but mm-hmm. specifically it's mm-hmm. supposed to be in the...
2: Uh... There's one in St. Augustine.
3: Yeah, so I mean... I, it could be called, like, the Fountain of
0: Youth or or some sort of... Let's just call it St. Augustine. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I because mean, it's perfect because it's the Fountain of Youth and it happens to be in an old... Mm-hmm, my uh, only problem with
1: that was, like, a like, way to look up the reference because I, I would like the reference to be pretty a little obvious. more obvious, okay. Unless, I mean, unless in the movie you talk about how Oh, the fabled. Oh man, I was gonna say they should be from St. Augustine, Florida, but we already. Yeah. Another another one is. I mean, going the, back. So depending on what thing you watch or read, like the Philosopher's Stone is another like thing that can like let you live forever. Like I don't know if that's another th- tie-in, but again, I don't know that a lot of people would recognize that. Yeah. Unless you talk about again, like that's where you have to talk about. It. So if it is called the, like the Philosopher's Stone, like if the building is called that, like. Inside you would you would get the history of the Philosopher's stone or the fountain of youth. Oh, it's in Saint Augustine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could call it Saint Augustine, and then as long as you back it up with in movie background,
3: who? Yeah. What is the actual saint? It, it's named after a saint, Saint August right? Yes. Okay, I'm assuming it's Saint Augustine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just making I'm just making sure. Like, what's yeah. his deal? What's <laughs> <laughs> what's so? so what's, the, why is he a saint? Yeah. Is so, it have to do is that why it's called uh, Saint Augustine? Because
2: That's what I was thinking. That's where the fountain of the, the like knockoff fountain of youth is is in Florida. Um but I think it was like it was like settled by Spanish people who came right. there and they were like, This is ours now.
1: Oh, so it's Saint Augustine of Hippo. Of Hippo? Apparently. Um Oh uh, interesting, he was also like a philosopher who's writing uh, like, For the record, this is the most research
0: we've I have ever done for anything ever
3: <laughs> yeah we're, we're trying really hard i know yeah saint augustine, I, I, man
0: i i'm i'm a fan of saint augustine i know it's a deep cut and I, s- somebody's somebody's gonna know and like there's there's gonna be that one person in the theater is gonna go
1: oh damn well i mean and again we can just do whatever we want because i don't i can't find it in fast time. but like they could say saint augustine was the one who found the fountain of youth and again like when you get the tour of the place, like you're going to get some history. And so I just, okay.
0: So the bus, the bus rolls up and they're greeted by uh, this old woman who is Mm -hmm. clearly the tour guide. And she divulges all this information about why it's named St. Augustine and fountain of youth this, that, and the other. And uh, Curly, Marietta, Richard, and Doris, Doris are the last to get off Mm -hmm. the bus. And she kind of mistakes them as, New recruits, and she mm-hmm. says new recruits in the sense that, you know, oh you you know the, you must be you're retiring here, or you or you're yeah. work. So mm-hmm. she's saying yeah. you're retiring here, and yeah. they think it's oh you're here to work, you're employees or yeah. something,
3: well, and they're like no, we're with the, the younger people. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're we're actually
0: yeah we're staying here.
2: Mm-hmm. Richard gets all enough. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: Does does she? Because they obviously have the invitation. Does she? Let them go, I guess.
1: I like the idea they get put into the temporary room before they actually get accepted into this this new cult or whatever. But but so they're they're actually not supposed to go on the catacomb tour and not supposed to do the stuff. But Curly and or like okay, Richard both get upset. Like, well, we want to go, we want to go do what We were promised. So and they sneak off. Yeah.
3: So I would imagine, and I only say this because I was taken on a uh, timeshare tour recently, and I'm drawing from the. From that quite a bit here. Uh, if I was, if these kids, I imagine, are sort of taken on that tour, and then they're taken to the lobby where they're like given a name badge, like their 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 information sort of taken down, and and they're given like a name badge, and that allows them to get into their room. And there's like free drinks mm-hmm. in the lobby for them. There's like people waiting with with alcoholic beverages, and and they see other young people running through in bathing suits um, to the pool and. And they you know they they get to their room and they'd be able to, to like order whatever they want and when they go down to the pool there's like a DJ and I'm just sort of that's what the normal experience that these people would have mm-hmm. is prior to their tour mm-hmm. like that when I think of like a, a resort or a timeshare that's the kind of thing that that's supposed to happen uh, I was just setting I was just setting the scene actually for this whole thing because The way you were describing it sounded more like you were being indoctrinated into a a cult like you were saying
1: that's what i mean so the because so the young people would get that like Mm -hmm. party tour but the old people are like shuffled off like you don't get this this is for them because they're actually either going to be like working there or like they think they know what's going on like the old people i guess in my mind the old the, the cult thinks the old people know why they're there they think they know they're joining this secret cult of the living ever living but the young people are given the tour you're you're talking about yeah and that's why then the old people are like well we want to be
3: when the minute they show their invitation do the workers let them do their thing because obviously they have to go back to their higher ups and like what do we do this has never happened before you know Mm -hmm. these old people actually don't know why they're here and or, or do we let it play out that they just sort of follow what they're told to do? All
0: right. Is, is the bottleneck the tour guide here? Because they have to interact with the tour guide. Because if it's if the tour guide's sole purpose is to relay this sort of information to not just them, but also the audience about why it's named St. Mm-hmm. Augustine, maybe that's something that they hear on the bus, right? Like a mm-hmm. like a, and, a video? Right. But beyond that, there's they sort of file off the bus relatively unsupervised, right? And so they... They don't really have an encounter with mm-hmm. the the staff or the cult mm-hmm. until later.
3: Yeah, I could, I could get is on with that. Part of that. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It is sort of a hang up of like, it, who gets like how they get treated. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's where both of us were getting hung up on different sides of how they get treated and who, um, yeah, who gets the special treatment. Yeah. Maybe, maybe because this is new and hip. There are no actual uh, employees, and that way we can hide the fact that it's actually being run by older people. It's sort of all automated, as in, like, you check in by your, you know, you check in by just, like, getting your picture and scanning, and there's just, like, free drinks around, and it's, it's sort of, there, there's, there must be magic strings in the background, but no one actually can see mm. what's going on. That way we never actually see the older people and have any sort of question yet. Right. Know, does that mm-hmm. help?
1: Yeah, I mean, in, in mm-hmm. a way, um, I so maybe the audience doesn't have be his question because I do like the idea of stuffs getting starting to get eerie. Mm-hmm. But and so maybe the old couples are first be like, where where, where are all the, the people? Because they yeah, want yeah, they yeah. want to interact with people because you know old people hate computers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So like, a fact. <laughs> so so of yeah. course Richard and Doris are complaining about like mm-hmm. the lack of people and like they don't like all these young people. Yeah. But like Curly's into it. He's going with the flow because he's, you know, he's got a stiff upper lip.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think apart from the fact that, because I think the original joke was that they were going to show up and there's a bunch of kids and that's the first sort of complaint that they have. Like, we don't belong, like, this isn't what we thought it was going to be. And then there's the the computers there that cause them trouble. And I kind of think that maybe if, if this whole thing's automated the whole time, there might be sort of like cameras watching them because like, well, wait a minute, like, why are there these, you know, you start to see, mm-hmm. like, this point of view from a camera.
2: I feel like we need to start getting them down into the catacombs. I Because yeah, I want to yeah. kill off some yes. young people. <laughs>
3: yes. We can kind of fast track the the feeling, the awkwardness of, the, just like we fast track the plane, we can fast <laughs> yeah. track the awkwardness of them checking into their rooms and, and seeing the the the, the party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The so part that they're really looking forward to is this tour. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, so they they arrive at Saint Augustine, this beautiful resort in Paris, um, and along the way, you know, they're they're sort of experiencing everything that the the resort has to offer, and things are not quite right. You know, there's just a series of kind of bizarre or sort of uh, you know foreshadowing and stuff like that. When do we get to the catacombs? Is is it? So there's there's it's been promised or advertised that there's sort of a, a tour of the catacombs, uh, you know, on, but that's not until mm-hmm. Wednesday or something like that.
3: Or tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I, w- <clears throat> I don't want to change things, but I was, cu- so I was curious of like, why, why were they entering like the catacomb and why, especially like young people. So what, it could just be the hipster thing and, or is there, um, cause the tour sounds somewhat boring now. Like, is there like a prize? Like, Is the first one to reach something the winner? It's like those escape rooms. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I mean, those are like those
1: are super popular, like the hipster kids. Um, I like it,
3: and and it would they could, because the kids would think that like, oh no, it's like a scary killer, and then like they actually get like running with the chainsaw, and they're like, why?
2: What is happening? Yeah. If I if I
1: wanted to kill kids,
3: that's exactly
1: because I'm in my then, escape room. Because then I imagine <laughs> there's like a big clock and it says like the, the, the catacombs open at ten hours or something. And it's so like when that opens, like just like Best Buy on uh Black Friday, just people pour into that place. Yeah. Or like imagine like someone gets like every st- uh, stampede uh, in the every night and gets like murdered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like every
3: night there's like a there, like every day there's sort of a time where people get to go in. Mm-hmm. Um something that could help the audience see that weird things are happening is that the, the older couples get introduced to a, a, a younger person or a younger couple that they interact with. And maybe they don't like them, but they, the, the younger couple's like, whatever, man, we'll see you at breakfast in the morning. And then the next day at breakfast, they're not there. You know, they, that's sort of like... Oh, yeah. So, so that you start to wonder, like, oh, I wonder where they, you know, they got off to. And they're like, well, they're, they're kids. Like, they... I, I did
1: like Everyone. the idea too when you're explaining that that maybe the couple they talked to first explains that their friends came
2: last, last month the, or mm-hmm. something
1: and they never like the, oh they must have found the prize because we never heard of them again so they must have you know got the million dollars that you, you win and they just never heard of them again
3: <laughs> yeah. or some, something yeah like it's getting super off in like a weird place but because the, the, they take all this information for people because uh, it's all automated mm-hmm. what if The reason kids, the young people don't know that their friends are dead is because like their online presence, like, like the, the, I I thought about that too. The, 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 I'm trying to think how to say the resort keeps up the dead people's online presence. And so it says like, oh my gosh, we're having so much fun now that we're like traveling the world. Like we love it out here. And so that's why no one thinks that these kids are gone is because they keep living on through Facebook but it's never pictures of them. It's just like margaritas. Yeah, and yeah, it's just so, like a I mean, hand really, holding a margarita. Yeah, it could be really like advanced and something, something. Yeah. yeah. And so that's why like, they're like, yeah, our friends came here and they, they just like never return. You know, they're like, all they decided to travel the world. And we said like, yeah, we want to do that too. All the, all the like technology part would get explained way in the future of this story.
0: So they enter the catacombs and now begins their sort of downward spiral mm-hmm. when, you know, new shit comes to light essentially, and uh, you know they start to just disc- they start to figure out what this is all about because kids are getting off left and right, and they're kind of they're sort of uh, negotiating or navigating this uh, this escape room. Um, and you know, maybe there's there's sort of a tongue in cheek moment where you know they're not dying because you know they're not idiot
3: kids and they know better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and I'd imagine the overlords. I'm going to start calling them that. like mm-hmm. the people watching start to recognize that there's these old people here and they're like okay so so maybe they're also being sort of protected yeah. a bit too cuz they're not they actually, targeted they're not targeted um, but they but the old people keep seeing these kids like yeah eventually like they think it's they they come in with a group of old kids so maybe it's like a group of 10 and they're stuck in this room and they start trying to solve the puzzle and the the our, our main characters are really annoyed at these kids because that's what they do <laughs> yeah that's that's their character uh and then the first kid gets killed or like you know someone disappears and the group doesn't know where they went and then like the first person gets like murdered in front of everyone and everyone freaks out and...
2: my question is is the murdering like supernatural things or is this like all like traps and like saws coming out of the ceiling or um like what what sort of I think, it's,
0: I think it's practical murder if that makes sense <laughs> okay. for supernatural purposes, yeah so
3: and and also to keep with the slasher thing, maybe we should actually come, maybe it's only one killer that's taking out all these people I don't
0: know. yeah, or maybe you know or, maybe or, it's or, multiple multiple killers with the same face. outfit, yeah, 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 the same yeah. face mm-hmm. what's the face look like justin
1: they' it's cloaked yeah <laughs> I like so i I kind of go back to the, uh, I know what we did last summer, it's just some, like, they, they carry around, like, the big hook. Just hooded. Because, like, because if we go back to sacrificing, like, I just imagine people getting hooked and then dragged to, like, the chamber where they need to, like, perform the rituals. For for not liking Slasher, that's pretty
3: yeah, pretty fucking dark. Yeah. <laughs> and, and maybe yeah. there are some, maybe there are some booby traps to help out the killers, you know, like, this kid's running down the hallway and his legs get chopped off. And, and then like the cloaked figure comes up and like hooks him and drags him off, something like that. So there's there's all these, yeah, the 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 place is wired to just kill people, and there's these these collectors coming around, just like snatching them away.
1: So if you want to make it even grosser, um, that as they're being dragged away, like all that precious blood is is going on the floor, and so like people just come out and just start wiping it up as they like drag or, them down. There's people just like wiping it up behind them, or, or
3: there's drains on the side of the. Yeah, it, it's all made of stone, obviously, because this is a catacomb. So it looks—it's all made of stone and rock, and there's like skeletons in the in the, the little yeah places. And yeah, and there they happen to be these grooves across along the floor that like collects all the blood. They
2: go into strange symbols on the floor, and yeah. then when the blood goes in them, it's like, mm-hmm. oh shit!
0: <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So so they they're they're sort of they're sort of navigating through this horrific. Murder gauntlet and it turns out that the the four of them are the only ones left So we're kind of at our kind of at our climax now. So, you know, the the They're they're kind of hip to what's going on all the other the younger uh, uh, Half of the group is has been has been killed off
1: So do the old people know that the kids are being murdered I think they saw some of them because they were all in a group at first. Well, because I like so I mean I, the idea too would be like young people would be running into this place right, and I feel like the old people would like hang back and like pfft, like they're just gonna take their time, and so they maybe we see the murders happen, but they just are like, man, where would those kids go? Yes,
3: yeah, so
0: or are they oblivious? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe
3: eventually, I think I think, like, I yeah. think to, to so that they, the main characters know this is real. You know, there there can be sort of that comedy that the the audience knows these people are getting killed and the the old people are making these offhand comments about how, like, my back hurts and, like, this is so long and why are people yelling so much,
2: you know? It's stupid puzzles.
3: You know,
0: like, yeah. like but, Rich Richard says something like, oh, my back hurts, yeah. and, like, the, the kid behind him just gets a hook in the
3: back and just... Yeah. and dragged away. But eventually, some kid comes running down the hall, like, in front of them, and maybe, like, they fall into those spikes and get, like, dragged... And so, like, that, like, eventually they, they see a murder... And they're like oh my gosh like now they're scared and and that's when we start to realize that they're not being targeted it's just the kids and maybe they're being led along a different path towards the well so essentially
0: they would make it further than anyone Mm -hmm. else does right because obviously they're still alive Mm -hmm. and it's at that moment that they sort of stumble into the sort of inner sanctum or the sort of the, the the chamber in which all the other hooded figures are after after the yeah you know after the uh, escape room yeah and here's where i'm very honestly i'm just lost i don't have no idea how this is going to resolve itself mm-hmm. so you know we've got our group of four old folks finally encountering this group of slashers the mm-hmm. cultists the overlords whatever you want to call them in what would otherwise be considered the final showdown. And I don't know how else to resolve it other than through something dopey like
1: a game of horseshoes.
0: I'm just like, I'm really, really lost.
1: (laughs) Well, so do we want any of the old people to join this cult? Like does Curly and I was going to
0: kind
3: of get into that, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: Richard and Doris, we talked about maybe Richard and Doris join
1: because they're just crotchety and... Mm. So, because I was going to (laughs) go... I was gonna say that there are only two can join. Okay. Oh, like they fight a, to the death! Oh. Ooh, sick! But like, yeah. but but um, but uh, Curly and whatever don't want to kill their friends, but they end up having but the other two, two are two willing.
3: To... Okay, okay, but, yeah. But I Richard mean, and Doris
1: are
0: all in. Let,
3: <laughs> let me take this a little bit and try and compile it all together. So they make it into this the inner circle, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be some backstories. There's gonna be some explaining of what is going on. They realize that all these people are old. They tell them that it's the fountain of youth and they kill all these people to, uh, to stay alive. And because they've come here by accident, they're going to offer them the chance to, to join the cult. And yes, I think this, they try to appeal to, uh, Curly because they know that he's the one with the spirit, for life, he wants to live, he's not ready to die yet, and so like, well, they, 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 they sort of latch onto him. But him and his wife are too um, virtuous to, they, they, they're not, they don't want to, and, and I like this idea that only two of them can join, and so there's this, I, they have to battle gladiator style to the death, and the other couple are more than willing to join and to kill off their, the people who are supposed to be their friends. Just okay. to do this,
0: so Curly and Marietta are kind of kind of uh, uh, acting in self defense yes. yeah, because Richard and Doris, being the total jerks that they are, are totally on board and willing to kill the people <laughs> 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 willing to kill their friends um,
2: I like I have this image of like you know they're trying to appeal to Curly and they're like join us, and then Richard just like straight up. Like, takes yeah. something and smacks him on, like, the oh, side of the like, head. Yeah. and Like, yeah, like, mm-hmm. I'll take it.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they explain that, like, only two of them come, and you're going to have to finish off those two. Richard just grabs a broad axe from the wall. Yeah. And just...
2: Well, they'd be fighting with bones, right? <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, they're, like, given, like, a couple weapons in the... Bones. <laughs> in, like,
1: fight with bones. Oh, it's, Sorry. like, a bloody one from one of the, the young kids.
3: Oh, like it's a like red... Bone. spine. <laughs> He's like it's like
0: waving around like a whip.
3: <laughs> um, so yes, there is this very like graphic rolling around fight scene where these four old people face off. Yeah. Our two main characters in self-defense. And uh Curly grabs the the horseshoe out of because because it's inside a uh Richard's in her pocket and it's like he he pulls it out or like it falls out on the floor in the middle of the tussle and that's what he like beats Richard over the head with (laughs) and just like completely okay Okay,
1: so so. maybe I was trying to think is there a way to kill off Richard and Doris without Mm -hmm. Curly and his wife having to like one I thought it'd be interesting to be through the horseshoe and it ricocheted but that's I, I don't I don't want it to hit two people and murder them like that sounds like Xena um Xena the word princess but, she... but so I don't I don't want
2: I don't know
3: want... it becomes bad luck for Richard
2: maybe or I mean it could just be like almost like an accident type thing where mm-hmm. they like they kill themselves like they're going at him and then they there's blood on the floor and they slip on the okay. floor and hit there so, their, so their
0: because horseshoe is essentially a game where you, you've got to to hurl this horseshoe. So it makes it around this, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. What is it? Like a railroad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so there's like a lever on the far side. Um, and in a moment of desperation, Curly sort of launches it toward this lever, not entirely understanding what it does. Right. But so it, it, it's a, it's a total ringer and it Mm -hmm. hits this lever perfectly. And
3: Uh, the, 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 the giant vat of blood that they've been collecting opens up and just like like it becomes like this scene in Indiana like second Indiana Jones mm-hmm. uh, where like they're trying to escape the catacombs and, and like the, the bad guys are getting swept away by this okay that's uh, interesting so Ooh. so if,
0: if, if they do something that forces the, the four of them to escape mm-hmm. and ultimately no longer you know they sort of exit combat, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and so as they're escaping, that's when Richard and Doris get their come up that's yep. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, so yeah, so I don't know, <laughs> it's like, just, it's just like a lot of blood. <laughs> just, <laughs> I can't, I can't wrap my head around it, <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
0: pretty ridiculous, isn't yeah.
1: it?
2: <laughs> Supernatural. amount.
1: Yeah, um, how should sure they get the come up? Oh. So, well, so if, if you didn't want a giant vet of blood, maybe. It's the way out. Well, I want a giant vat of blood. <laughs> okay, because um, what I was, was just—you can use this how you want—is does that lever open the exit? And then Curly and them start to leave, but the, uh, the old people don't want them to leave, and so they just—they—they ki- they, they end up killing and dragging back like Doris and Richard, and and Curly and them like get out.
3: Uh, the nice thing about the the vat of blood is mean, something is that it destroys the bad guy's layer? Yeah. Like yeah, it ends, they like save the day sort of, they accidentally sort of end the- Yeah,
0: I mean by, by virtue of it being catacombs and just mm-hmm. kind of old maybe, rather than it being a lever with a specific purpose, uh, Curly, you know, he he hits sort of a, a load-bearing something, mm-hmm. you know, pillar of skulls or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, a load-bearing rib cage or something <laughs> and it starts to like yeah it's cause like, the yeah, collapse. Yeah, and, yeah like the catacombs start to collapse, and
3: the hooded figures are getting smashed. Right, they're gonna, trying to escape.
2: Like while they're running out, like all the traps are still set, so people are just oh, yeah, getting like mauled sure. by yeah. traps while mm-hmm. they're leaving. But and that's
3: um, how
0: Richard and Doris get
3: theirs. Describe the trap that they fall into, and if it's two different ones, let's let's do it. Like, come on, let's <gasps> it's got to be something that they would it's complain so about. Good. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they've been complaining about the food, and uh, I don't know.
0: Like, I just picture—I just picture Dora saying something to Richard, like, "You—you'd lose your head if it wasn't attached to your shoulders." <laughs> just this, this giant, yeah, like giant blade just comes out and just lops off Richard's <laughs> head. I
2: mean, you could do like the whole keep a stiff upper lip. Like somebody yells them, and oh, like the front of their face gets cut off. <laughs>
1: They just, god dang it, why am I? I like the head for him. I like the head Yeah, and like, sh- yeah, just something. I just imagine with the sniper pull up running into a bunch of fish hooks
3: that just like rip your lip up.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh. You're very good at this. I'm <laughs> slightly scared. It's, it's, the dungeon it's like a barbed side. wire
3: kind of route. Like, oh like, run down a dark corridor, you end up in like a bunch of barbed wire.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then she gets smashed. With All right, maybe that? th- maybe that'll be our uh, our challenge
3: to the audience is
0: how maybe. how Doris and Richard get theirs. <laughs> how
3: about that? Okay, okay. So so, but in the end, our two main characters exit. The they make it out. There's a line of young people who are helicopter. Yep. Uh, there's a line of young people waiting to to get into the next round, and they're sort of complaining why it's taken so long. Um, why the, and then there's like dust and coming out of the hole.
2: It's Curly and, um, Mm -hmm. Marietta and they're just like covered in blood and
1: not to go back, but I I imagine, uh, Doris hanging on like, so like Marietta's like jumping out, Curly's like pulling her out and, and then Doris is like hanging onto her foot, like save me. And then something like pulls her back down. Ooh. Like something like a, one more trap like yeah. rubs through her stomach, or, or
3: or you know. Marietta's the one who actually like kicks her so that she lets go of her. Like she finally is able to tell this woman what she actually thinks of her. Like you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> Curly says, "Keep a stiff upper lip," and then Marietta gets, <laughs> kicks her in the face. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that'd be good. Yeah, but they make it out.
0: Yeah, so they so they, obviously they make it out alive, and now we're we're kind of on like our sort of the road back, right? Mm-hmm. So they've survived the ordeal and this, that, and the other. Um, you know, do, the, do they, is it as simple as they sort of alert the authorities and they alert all the the other um, uh, guests at the resort and then we sort of fast forward, you know, to like the news reports and stuff and we find out that they're hanging out on the beach and relaxing and, yeah. and in a lot of ways curly while he still loves life isn't quite as you know he's like he's a little bit of a character yeah he's like a little bit of a character change yeah. there and he's just not as
3: yeah i would say that i mean obviously the caves collapsed the catacombs collapsed so that would you know there'd be hysteria outside and i, I imagine the first reports that we'd see on the news were about like this collapse and how it was a tragedy, and then, like, the, the reports would slowly change to like, you know, turns out there was a cult inside the, the catacombs, you know, and they were killing people, and, you know, only a few people were lucky to escape, and we're trying to, if you if you know anything about the, you know, the, this what was happening there, please contact us, and then we sort of cut to them, like, on a beach or, I don't know, yeah, they, there could be sort of this choice of do they go back to the retirement home or, do they sort of live life?
0: Well, I, I think I think regardless, you know, whether or not they 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 choose to go on a sort of different safer adventure, or something that's a little bit mm-hmm. more their speed, right? Because mm-hmm. this whole thing was sort of spurred by this yeah. this fact that like oh, I want to be young again, and mm-hmm. this is what the kids are doing, and, and you know maybe they're
3: they're at like a more appropriate on a cruise, yeah, or something.
0: <laughs> and then we do we do that the end question mark you know
3: so, <laughs> um you know it's something escape room on the
1: cruise <laughs> yeah well i was thinking do i don't know how you'd see it, but somewhere i want to i want to see another postcard for like saint augustine and it has like the, it's kind of the same kind of vibe maybe or maybe it's called something different but it still has like a catacomb feel but like you can tell the cult it's still around it's just moved locations
2: maybe they accidentally get another postcard
3: yeah I, yeah to a I think place. that's a great idea
1: right to to yeah. sort of a
0: it's same situation, but someplace else, whether it's on a cruise or mm-hmm. uh, something we'll
1: like that. Well, like, or they like, do the grandchildren like tell them this, like, oh, I just got this postcard, grandma, it's to this place. And you get to go in the catacombs because yep. it's meant for the young people. Mm-hmm. And so they're, right. like,
3: they're like Skyping. Oh, yeah. And they oh. hold it up. They're Skyping oh. from their kids and like, yeah, we're yeah. going to go to this place. And like, the yeah. No. Yeah.
2: Maybe oh, they're like, you'll yeah. never guess where I'm at right now. Yeah. Oh, and then they hold up like they're uh, already yeah. there. Yeah. Perfect.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. And fade to black. Justin, birthday boy. Birthday boy. Yeah, Okay. So we need a title. Oh,
3: mm. uh, God. I mean, could it be also- back again? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was thinking of something that normally is associated with retirement homes or just sort of old people in general, like sunsetters or like something sunset or I was gonna say, not necessarily snowbirds, but
3: I mean, it, I was talking about like the fountain of youth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Too, cause, like, too, because it ties in later and like, then you get the other meaning for it.
3: Mm-hmm. If you just call
1: it the fountain of youth or...
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but I like where you're going. Like, it. it's, I don't know. I I feel like slasher flicks specifically have a certain kind of title, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it's really self-aware, and mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I know what you did last summer, which is mm-hmm. very. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly what you would call a mm-hmm. a, a slasher flick.
2: I guess it would, if it was like that, it would be sort of like one last trip or something. Mm-hmm. Like,
3: yeah, yeah. Um, We're not
2: dead yet. We're, we're not, not dead yet. <laughs> yeah. Keep us stuff up. Mary really. not buried. <laughs> um,
0: I like the we're not dead yet.
2: Yeah, that would be good. Cause it's some. Is it somewhat of a comedy?
0: Yeah,
3: definitely. This, this, this like, could not be taken seriously like, It's like in the same vein as like Cabin in the Woods. Is is kind of a comedy. Self aware. Yeah, comedy.
2: Mm-hmm. Cool. I like I mean, that.
3: So we're not dead yet. We're not we're dead, dead yet. yet
1: yeah
0: good deal all right (laughs) so if you can think of any other ways that uh richard and doris might get their comeuppance please send them to storymachine9000 at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at
1: storymachine9k hashtag sm9k so, Kim, if there are people want to reach you, how would they get in touch with you?
2: Yeah, you can visit my website at kimzavesky.com. And Zavesky is uh, spelled Z A V E S K Y. Or an easier way to uh, type that in is my Twitter handle is Miss Kim Tweets. Cool. Awesome.
0: Well, thank you for listening, everyone. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, or wherever else you find your podcasts. Our logo was by David Padgett. Our music by Dave Ailing. Additional support by Justin Teal. This episode was edited by Chris Wegman and myself, Joshua Lytle. Thanks, and we'll see you next time. Cool.
3: Cool. Woo! That was an adventure.